Uh, okay, Is we good? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your host, Trace. And your co-host, Aria. And today, we have... I, I want you... You oh, mean, say your name this oh, time. Oh, today the guest is Rubens Adonis, a comedian from the therapy session circuit. You know, I'm um, I'm an up-and-comer. I would like to believe that I'm on the rise to somewhere, but um, we'll see where that goes. Come on, you're that set. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have an upcoming set on, um, on the 3rd at Bumblefest alongside Trace with... Um, with uh, other Zack Snyder and mating fails, Alex uh, Novella, yeah. And so, how old are you, and what do you do? I uh, I just turned twenty four. What is what is today? The 29th? Yeah. Or today's the twenty ninth. I turned twenty four six days ago. Hmm. Um, I'm a I'm a big boy, for all intents and purposes. But um, what what I do is uh more cut and dry I don't do a fuck thing honestly <laughs> I'm, um, I'm fairly unemployed have been like that for a while I don't hold down jobs for very long because I um, I hate most of the places I work for um, <laughs> the, the, the the dullness of like living day to day on somebody else's time making them money getting back a, like, a, a portion of that it, uh, part of that system really bothers the fuck out of me um and I strive, you know, regardless of how, like, empty my pockets are at times or, like, uh, if things don't seem to be going my way. I, uh, I really just enjoy freedom, at least a bit. You know, I try not to do shit that would leave me with less freedom. And, like, if not having a shit ton of money, you know, um, not having a job gives me enough freedom to just like do shit like be on this podcast because I don't have to be at work tomorrow or the next day or the next day and it's it's fine you know I'll make up for it when I can do something about it <laughs> so what are some fun facts about you nothing about me is fun nothing. <clears throat> I can assure you that I mean people like to think I'm cool you know I'm a comedian I'm funny but all of that stems from like horrible past experiences that I've somehow learned how to make like hilarious as fuck <clears throat> it's like the world's worst curse <laughs> okay, so you have the second worst response to that answer that we've second. ever had. Yeah! <laughs> we had somebody God. come on and just list all their mental illnesses. <laughs> you know what, for South Florida, that sounds about fucking right. Yeah, man. that was... Uh, that fun facts fun are... Fun facts. Um, <laughs> oh my God. You know, um, that's how most of my experiences on dating apps go. I feel that. Yeah. So are you that. single single or taken? Single. Uh, how long have you been single? How long have I been single? I've been single for about a year now. Are you monogamous or poly? I I would like to say monogamous. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a jealous man, but like yeah. for, for most of the relationships that I have been getting into is it's been mostly like um awkward situationships where me and one person prioritize each other to a kind of toxic extent and um, that burns out whenever it does but for the most part it's literally just us two unless the constraints are different you know unless they're really like I don't give a fuck about what you're doing as long as you're here for me when I need you you know and I, I kind of enjoy that space and things like that but um, I really do like somebody I could just be down for and who is down for me you know 
Yeah. Yeah. How many years have you been dating? <clears throat> It'll shock you. I started young. It wasn't really dating, but the idea of it like popped into my head very young. I'm from a culture where like shit like that is um they my mother was teaching me how to dance so I could like <laughs> impress women when I was like fucking six, seven years old, you know? Mm-hmm. So by the time I was in middle school I was already looking at like, you know, um romantic interests. But nobody is really like real partners, just like uh being like a little lovesick idiot to whoever yeah. whoever gave me attention. I so I'd say like middle school. Just like lived Literally chasing girls. No, absolutely no. I, I was, I was, I was girl crazy. You know, um, I I'd get like my heart broken by people who didn't even know I fucking existed. It was like that bad. Damn. It was a, uh, <laughs> it was a time. I'm a, I'm a different man. I'm never the same man twice. I'm not the same man I was five seconds ago. That's true. You have so. to guess how many first dates would you say you've been on? Actually, honestly, and truthfully, I'd say um, about three. <clears throat> One for almost every romantic partner I've ever had. I've only like um, ever been intimate with like four people and like actually called them relationships, and only three of them I actually ever like took out, you know, to to sort of like just hang out or um, go on dates with. Um, really fucking kind of pathetic, honestly. How many relationships have you had? Uh, two. How did you sure. meet them? I dated one girl I went to high school with for a really long while. Um, my longest relationship that lasted about um, Jesus Christ, that was from when I was in uh, about tenth grade to my 20s till till I was about 22 so um 6 6 years Damn. 6 years to and then the, the one before that was like the only other real relationship I had cuz I was the only other person who ever really wanted to be like interested in me like that that I got the opportunity to do shit like that with and that lasted about like 8 months it was it was another high school thing, of course, so it don't really fucking count. But like, it's the only other instance I can think of. So now, what are you doing? Now, what am I doing? Whatever the fuck I can. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm I think I'm I think I'm ready for a break. All of my friends are like, Rubens, you're kind of insane. Um, I. I this... How old are you? I'm 24. You're 24. 24. I did that for 10 years. I'm 30 now, uh-huh. and now I'm like, you know what? done this enough <laughs> <laughs> I, I so you might get to that point <laughs> I haven't worn myself out yet honestly um, and I, I say it's coming you know I I know what I am and am not doing <laughs> and it ain't the best thing all the time because I, I, I try to prioritize having a lot of fun and you know just being able to live in the moment life is short you know um, a lot of people would like to take things more serious but uh, I don't I feel like for certain situations, you gotta know when you do and don't have time for that. Um, what yeah. was that? What was that question you, you asked really me? You really are one of Dane's friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Not even one of Dane's friends. I'm like his little, his little people. Yeah, you really are. I see the protege. We're, 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 like it's, it's I get, like that, I get man. why he chose you. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he could just see and hear it. I honestly knew like not much of Dane except for the fact that he knew my older brother somehow. And I found out that it wasn't even because they went to high school. It was literally just because they fucking heard of each other out in these like uh, fucking hippie drum circles my brother would go to at Harold's. You know, and they got like close as fuck like that. You know, um, he knew Mickey, he knew um, Will. Will shows up, he's Sleepy Treats. Okay. Um, um, Mickey D, or like Big Dick Mick as he went by on the circuit. And um, Sleepy Treats, the two, the two loudest motherfuckers in every single crowd. That, uh, yeah, at any therapy sessions event, the two loudest black men there, those are my older brothers. You'll, like, if, um, if there's ever an audio recording that I could find, I would love to, like, play that shit back so you could, like, literally hear, like, on some hooting and hollering type shit. I, I love them. They're, they're my biggest supporters. They make this shit so easy. It's like, um, it's always easy to go out and, like, do well, but I'm always happy to perform whenever... I, I, I say something and I can hear like <laughs> my older brother in the crowd have a visceral visceral reaction to what I'm saying. He, um, he's real proud that I'm doing this shit. It's uh, it's amazing. That's dope. <laughs> what are your favorite ways to meet a mate? What are my favorite ways to meet a mate? Um, and in this day and age, dating apps are definitely like how I've gone about it for the most part. But I I, I hate dating apps. It's it's easy, you know. It's um, but my my issue with it is like it's it's brought about a lot of like um, a lot of questions for me personally about my own desirability, you know. Instead of like what kind of a person I actually am and like how I should present myself to my partners, I focused on being like more desirable to people so that I could like match with more people and like get more dates and meet more people overall. But like I the the quality of that like sort of like showed when the people that I met started like um, dating because of dating apps were just not you know they they just weren't um, the ones that I were looking for you know um, it's uh it's hard to explain but like it's it's all shallow it's also just easy to overlook somebody and I, I don't I don't like to do that I like to be able to meet and like uh, talk uh, talk about our interests. I talk. I can talk for fucking hours. And I hate people who don't like to do the same thing. For me, like dating apps, really, it really is just like if the first conversation doesn't go well, you know, um, it's literally like high bot type shit. And um, if I had to say like before, like all of the COVID shit happened and everything like that. Um, my favorite place to go to like meet people would have been like um the library i definitely interesting we haven't heard that before how do you meet people at the library uh look for anyone else as lonely and as uninterested to be there as me you know preferably um somebody who looks like they're uh doing something they'd rather not be doing like work you know like specifically schoolwork so how did you go up and strike strike up a conversation with one of those people at the library? Um, I met my ex in a library, in a school library once, and how we met and started talking was like the most. Um, it, it's 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 a story because she was just reading, not reading. She was watching something on her phone and visibly trying not to notice me from across the library. Uh, making eye contact and like noticing that I noticed her look at me, you know. <laughs> so I walk up to her and she's still 
like visibly trying not to pay attention to me so I like literally lean over onto the table like right in front of her big ass smile on my face and I just like go hey and she could not like contain the like the stupid ass fucking laugh she let out after I did that shit and uh, it all just went downhill from there because <laughs> I was I wasn't even really interested in her I just did that and she thought it was like hilarious and adorable and I was like I meant <laughs> um but literally just like being able to show something like that to, to anyone and hoping that I would get a laugh but um I'm not hoping that I meet people at these comedy shows but like if there's anybody in the crowd who I feel like uh resonates with my shit I, I would definitely like I learned, throw a conversation their way I learned today you know there's like groupies for musicians yeah. and like all that for comedians they're called chuckle fuckers really <laughs> That's, that's such an. I'm, uh, I'm gonna use that, Josh. We need to go. Fun. We're never looking for hoes again. We're looking for chuckle fuckers. Chuckle fuckers. <laughs> what dating apps are you on? None anymore. Okay. I, um, Just said you were using them. I, no, I, I, I said when I use them, I got, I got tired of this shit. Which you ones know? did you use before? I used Bumble. I used Hinge. Um, Where'd you want to feel okay? Yeah, I was on the one specifically for like um, black women. I, I black. It's it's just. Oh, BLK. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, as I as I started dating, I, I realized that I couldn't like be with a partner that did not make me feel comfortable, like is expressing to them the woes of like my life as a black man. Like, I can't go home and, like, have a partner that cannot relate to, like, the struggles or, like, the things that I'm going through. Like, just not sympathetic to them because they don't, you know, they, they pretend to say shit and, you know, pretend to say shit like, oh, I don't see color. So I don't know where all this, like, uh, anger and hate and, like, blah, blah, blah is coming from. You know, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a strange experience to have gone through. But I was dating this one girl who was uh, mixed and lived with, like, uh, the white half of her family and, like, had no idea about like the struggles of just like most things you know she she was just real out of touch with a lot of things and it, it, we did not have a good relationship whereas a lot of the girls that I meet who are like um I I had to pause for a second because like my main instinct the 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 phrase and or wording I would have used would have come off awful um most black women that I meet are I'm more comfortable around you know I've never, I've never actually even like slept with a white woman. Most of the white women that I speak to on dating apps, I didn't even really like follow through with. Is the crazy part, you know? Like um, a lot of them are a lot of the ones that like pop up and disappear. You know, like they're fucking terrified of me or something. But a lot of the black women I meet are like, oh, you're just, you're just some fucking weirdo. You know, <laughs> you're just. Some <laughs> did earlier yeah. talk about blowing up a bank, so... <laughs> I, I thought we weren't going to mention it. The mics were off. We said leave a couple of things off the record. I, if we're going there, you know, I have a couple... Of, I got a couple of conversation grenades to drop. That'll get us all in trouble. Oh, that was a real grenade. <laughs> I feel you, though. Um, sometimes I feel like that. Uh, like, it's nice when I'm dating an Indian guy because, like, they get it. They know the struggles. You went through growing up with, like strict mm -hmm. parents they they know how you grew up they get all your jokes um so yeah they just get it i hate dating white women 
<laughs> They're the worst people today. I'm glad you get it. I, I actually almost, my uh, a friend of mine uh, almost slapped the shit out. I, and I'm glad she didn't make contact because I'd have I'd, I'd strangled somebody. She almost slapped the shit out of me because um, we were having a conversation. And I, I said something along the lines of, like, white women are just, like, the bottom of the barrel. And she was like, no women's the bottom of the barrel. No woman's the bottom of the barrel. And I was like, that's very feminist to you. But if you would have put your hand in my face again, I'd have killed you. <laughs> um, you know, I, I appreciate the, like, the tenacity, but, like, you, oh, you're coming with all that smoke for white women. You heard what the white man just said about white women. You can't even call me for that. I mean, man, they're just... The, uh, well, these are all jokes, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all it is. So what are your success stories? Like, either, success a, stories? either a great conversation on a dating app that led to a great date or a time that you approached someone at a bar or at an event and you hit it off. I really hit it off with someone I met recently on a dating app with the dumbest like lead in ever. She had something in her profile. She had this like two truths and a lie thing in her profile and I told her something funny enough to make her laugh for like for for a long while, for her to be interested enough to to, to be okay with the fact that I've been unemployed for a couple of months. Um, well, what did you say? <laughs> I, I was I, I literally just said I am so happy to get like so acquainted with the creator of Szechuan sauce. You know? That, that's what? it Sichuan saw she uh the, the truth the two truths and a lie things she had in oh. her profile were like two real things about herself and yeah. that she was the creator of Sichuan sauce and I was like yeah that's um that's easy that's that's it's clever it was it was it was uh and you know we hit it off and she's a great person you know I still um and that led to a great conversation it led to a great, great conversation it led to me finding somebody I really resonate with um, one of the most, one of the like most positive experiences I've had, like meeting somebody on a dating app in a long, long, long while. Um, as far as everything else goes, horrible. They're like they're nightmare stories. Okay, what are some of your bad date stories? What are some of my bad yeah, date stories? That. <laughs> Remember how I said I've only ever been on like three dates? Yeah. Um, I'll start with the worst one. The worst one had to be I spent my. 23rd birthday I spent the like the, the night leading up to my 23rd birthday fucking this woman the most insane woman I've ever met in a hotel room um relentlessly to say the least um it was the sex was nice you know that wasn't the bad part about it the bad part was like immediately afterwards she got like incredibly emotionally attached very quickly because she had bipolar disorder and I became her favorite person and within the span of like um, five months I went from being her like you know the favorite person that she's ever you know her most favorite person that she's ever met to being the man that managed to ruin her life in less than six months um, and that that, that it, it, it was a lot man it was there was so much I, I remember a couple of conversations she'd like call me and she'd be like on the brink of like hurting herself and she'd be like I just needed you to talk to me and you're not saying what I need you to say to me and it's like it's a it's a lot to have like experience with somebody who you just thought you were gonna be banging in a hotel room on the twenty third birthday. Um Yeah. The the second worst one was my shroom plug tried to fuck me despite telling me that she was a lesbian. 
she was really like on some on some like it was a little predatory i remember one time i came over there to get my hair done and like she opened the door and she like like uh no hesitation was like yeah i'm just sitting here like uh, naked on the phone with my girlfriend who um wants me to sleep with you because she can't sleep with me because she's in israel and it's like so many layers to that right yeah um i met her on tender i did use tender that was one i got banned from tender that's why i didn't mention i put the word cash app in my bio i said if i if i uh, can't make you laugh i'll cash app you five bucks and they were like that's illegal fucker that's a joke. <laughs> it, it literally is. And it worked is the fucking worst part because... No, it's always the ones that work. Uh, yeah, it sucks because I wasn't paying these bitches. I don't have any money. I gotta watch my language. I, I, I just talk like that, you know? And so um, no, it comes out. Talk like it. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're here for. We um, want you to be a degenerate. Shroom plug it was on some like on some timing. We met on Tinder. Uh, she was like, "Don't expect for like anything anything sexual to come out of this. I'm a lesbian. I just downloaded this app to like sell drugs to people." I was like, "Shit, me too." Uh, she was like, "Let's trade. You know, I'll trade you weed. Um, I'll trade you shrooms for weed. You trade me weed for shrooms. You know, or you just buy from each other, get each other more customers. You know, because I know people who want weed. You know, people who want shrooms. I'm like, hell yeah, bet this is great. She invites me over a couple of times." I go over there to get my hair done one day because we become like a little closer and she just opens her robe because she was like on the phone and like she was just chilling in her house butt ass naked and was like you know I'm just I'm just sitting here chilling like you know butt ass naked and like flashes me and I'm like all right man uh my two friends that I also said were coming that didn't want to sleep with you are also here uh and also the, me who isn't gonna sleep with you is also here so uh cover yourself up and go put some clothes on I don't know I felt like part of the situation embarrassed her because like for the most part she had been dealing with a lot of people who were just like head over heels you know and like just interested in like you know the pretty pretty girl like flashing them you know and it's just like I I was a little bit different because it wasn't off-putting I I it just didn't affect me you know yeah you're just like, like that's cool yeah your titties are nice put them away I came here to get you, you braid my fucking hair you know um, <laughs> I I got limited time <laughs> Like, oh, that's funny. But she was like really into me. She was like, uh, she tried to make it seem like she just had a little crush on me. But like, you know, a little crush doesn't result in you like flashing your crotch at somebody and asking you, to, you know, asking to fuck them while they're like, uh, while the friends they came over with are like out to get food. You know, um, it, it just don't be like that. And I remember the last time we ever really spoke was because. I bought shrooms from her one night. I was hanging out with another girl I met on a dating app. That shit didn't work out because she was also mentally ill. Um, yeah, a lot of them are. That's, that's why they're on dating apps. Um, I was hanging out with her for the most part, but like I, I stayed out for like 20 minutes to talk to this person that I was buying shrooms from. And the conversation was, was heading towards the close. You know, She was like, all right, um, I understand a lot has been going on. Uh, I had a big crush on you, but you just haven't been really receptive. So I'll learn how to take my losses and move on. Long story fucking short, she did. She ended up, like, asking me to hug her, you know, before she left and just, like, licked the entire, like, right side of my face. Like, I, it, it, was, it was something, man. And I just remember, like, 
the the conversation between me and the other girl that I was with had like came to a complete halt after that because I I, I just wasn't gonna tell her that this bitch was outside licking on my face, you know? Yeah. And I didn't wanna be like up under her, like right after that shit had happened. <laughs> so it was just a real awkward thing and she was like, Are you ignoring me? And then she got all like upset at me for not talking to her that night, but I was just like, Man, this shit sucks. And um that next night I took like a handful of those shrooms at like um at uh, 8 p.m. and I almost killed myself because I had the world's worst like fucking shrimp trip alone, unsupervised, like in a in a, in a dark ass parking lot. I, I, when I say a handful, I mean about like seven to eight grams. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going through it, man. I just and got you off. just said, "Oh, I'm gonna do mushrooms in the dark." Yeah, man. In a parking lot, in a concrete jungle. Yeah, man. Um, it was. It was. It was. You wild. go hard, Ruben. So I respect that. I try to, you know, but sometimes I don't, and people don't appreciate that. Like, um, a lot of people are more intense than I am in certain situations. I'm more intense than other people are in certain situations. You know, I, I would love somebody who can, like, match my energy for the most part in, like, that regard. It's, it's real difficult, you know, because, like, yeah, you can always find somebody who's down to, like, like fucking whatnot. It's always easy, you know, um, to, to get intimate with somebody like that, but it's always difficult to find partners who want to do shit like uh, do shrooms with you or, like, uh like watch movies out of their like comfort zone or um just real shit you know um people who don't want to flash you and sleep with you after they told you that they didn't want to sleep with you because they're gay and then a committed relationship you know people like that damn <laughs> damn just like in the middle of it hey by the way I'm gay <laughs> nah, literally it was like that it was such a crazy ass experience because uh, you know despite being gay she was poly and like um, one of the first things that she told me was that she did not like personally prefer dating black men it's, why 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 would you lead with that to a black man you know that's like the worst from, from that point on like her being like I have a girlfriend it's never gonna happen plus I wouldn't date you cause you're brown like literally all three strikes immediately all three you know and then like from then on every single advance she made I just had in the back of my head she don't even really like niggas <laughs> you know every single time every single time bro and it's like you like right now you're looking at me but you're thinking about Mac DeMarco I'm not comfortable fuck you you know like I don't look or sound like your type you know and you made it very like obvious and tried to like she tried to do this, um, that, uh, that, uh, <clears throat> that there's, a, there's a word for it, there's a term, but it's when somebody tries to break you down so that you're on their level so that they can, like, you know, pick up the pieces and, like, do whatever the fuck they feel like with you. Um, but it's specifically when they're, like, uh, in, in the sense of, like, dating. But, um, she tried to play me a little bit. She really thought she had me by, like, you know, saying that I wasn't really, like, her normal, you know, her normal type and shit and like um and that I wasn't going to be able to like do anything with her and then I just didn't fall for it you know shit like that makes me like wary I love when people are just honest you know when people say shit like I want to do shit with you but I, I I know that if I do it'll probably end up horribly because you seem like a horrible person and it's like that's wonderful tell me that from the jump you know um yeah I've had that happen and still hit a couple of times I am a horrible person what was your best date or most romantic gesture someone's done for you? Someone's that ever you done for me or, or that, that I've ever done. done. Or that you've done for someone. 
can I be honest? The most romance I give women is like my dick and my work. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I am a sweet talker and that's like, that's the main advantage. That's, that's all I got. It's, um, it's my best asset, you know? Um, and it works for the most part. Like, uh, I, I can't like compile it all because it all just comes from the ether. You know, it's like everything I do when I create, I just like pull it out of the atmosphere and like throw it into a text message <laughs> or like, uh, say it when I'm like, you know, like, um, just uh just sitting next to somebody I really like and we're we're in the moment. Um you make it sound like you're a wizard. <laughs> it is a little bit, man. You'd be fucking impressed. These um it is it is wizardry a little bit, bro. You you'd be you'd be shocked if you heard about the things that women have done for me. Well like such as it's not romantic. Um, my ex drove me to Orlando one time to meet this other girl that I met on a dating app. To meet that one girl that I met on the dating app and plan to sleep with on my 23rd birthday. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Pray tell why... <laughs> Would she do that? <laughs> my dick and my work. Dude. Respect. <laughs> what can one do to ensure a second date with you? It varies. Honestly, I could have a great first date with somebody. I'll, like You could hit all the green like you know flags. But um, I'm mentally ill. I, know, I don't know. I, I, I can't give away my secrets. But uh, the, the, the truth is, is I don't know. Um, one thing could be like the best thing ever to me and then it could be like off-putting because it's something that I like you know am dealing with but um, for the most part I will say <clears throat> at least being genuine at least genuinely like um, expressing interest in me helps me want to form and hold on to that connection the, the worst thing you can do if you're trying to date or talk to me is pretend that you do not care that if I you know you do not care if I interact with you. So that's the quickest way for me to be like, I'm not doing that shit. Uh, it's not worth my time. You're, it's, it's not even that a person's making me feel unimportant, but it's like, um, it, it does, being unimportant to somebody does have a big factor in whether or not I decide whether I'm going to give them the effort of like being in a relationship with me or even like being pursued. Yeah. No, and I think that one of the interesting things that you see on this podcast when it comes to the guys, it's the ones that have that mentality that get so much pussy. So when you go and you're like, I want it, I want it. And just like every one of them. No, no, no. It's interesting, man. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite opening line or pickup line? My favorite opening line? Um, I'm an art hoe, so I really like to... I like to open up with um, asking asking somebody if they'd like to be my muse. You know, that really, that works a lot. It works a lot more than people would assume, you know? And, like, depending on if I'm actually interested in the person or not or how they react to it, it determines how I should, like, pursue the relationship. Like, if I should just not care at all, if they're, like, not really interested in anything that I said and they're just, you know, agreeing because it's, like, something cute that they heard. You can always tell based off of how people react to the shit but it's, it's, uh, it's just an interesting thing I learned you know um, there's always something like 
I, I like to think that there's never really anybody who's like um, <clears throat> undesirable. So there's always something that you can pick from somebody. And um, when I say that to people, I'm like listening and I'm gauging and listening for like their reactions, how they like respond to each bit of it. You know, like I want you to be my muse. And if they're like, you know, for, for what kind of project, you know, that shows me that they know something about art. If they're like, oh, you're so sweet, it's just because they, they, they wanted to hear a compliment. If they're like, um, nah, I'm good, they're not interested, it's not worth it. Um, it's different. You learn a lot about um, <clears throat> people living the way I have, and I try to, like, put, like, my own personal, like, um, interests on the line for things like that, even if it seems corny. I just want to see how people will react and feel to that sort of, like, um, scene specifically because art is, like, something I really, really fucking enjoy. And if they're down, they, for the most part, could become, like, one of my art pieces. I've actually met one person that I've uh, said that shit to who actually did end up being one of those art pieces. What kind of art do you do? Man, uh, it's, it, most of it is digital, but a lot of it is just, like, um abstract illustration based off of different things I'm thinking and or feeling you know um, some of it is like um, a lot of my work is a lot of dark abstract work with a lot of uh, red with a lot of um, scary imagery in it um, and it speaks to the sort of like <laughs> to the sort of vibe I'm on like emotionally for the most part but um everything else is sort of just whatever I feel like creating at that moment it's all it all varies and I, I'd love to start getting out there and doing more I, I want to get better at like managing my time so I can do everything that I want I want to be like a fucking powerhouse in the scene I got you <laughs> I yeah. want to be I want to be going to these events and being the guy that they hire to make the posters and be on the lineup <laughs> I dig that yeah. I dig that that's the mentality to have so you start hitting the mics. Oh yeah, I will. This is um, this is the first technically show in a long set of other shows to come. Mine too. Hmm? This is my first one too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean your podcast. Your podcast counts counts as like you know a, a show and or thing that I'm doing to like uh promote or yeah. just like get out there. But oh, like Dane showcases. Yeah. yeah. No, yours counts, man. You're you're. This is this is great. Thank you. Um, a lot. But Dane's is like gonna be it's gonna be a huge ass opportunity too. I am I am so psyched. I have this like um the the set for the one at um the set that they're doing mm-hmm. on the thirty first is uh pain and pleasure. Yeah. And I've been trying to like uh, think about how specifically pain and pleasure, you know, throughout my entire life are linked to how I act now, like how it how interwoven all that shit is into my like dating life. And how, like, interwoven my entire life is into my comedy. You know, like, um, the the greatest regrets and fears and, like, the, all the horrible things that have happened to me have shaped me into a man that can, like, now laugh about all that shit. And, like, you know, um, instead of just regurgitating out trauma, I turned it into, like, fucking art. That's awesome, <laughs> And I'm, uh, I'm really working on, like, that specifically in the, like, pain and pleasure sense for this 31st show. But on the 3rd, it's going to be, like, a compilation of everything I've worked on in the, like, tightest, cleanest, funniest 10 minutes of, like, 
uh, bullshit that I've like compiled for all the shows I've done um, because of Dan's like random yeah, topics, yeah, yeah. all my notes and everything from those. Awesome. Put into one I'm real excited. set. Yeah. <laughs> I need to take all. That's what I'm doing right now. Is putting all my stuff together. Like it's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. Yeah, shit, it's shit. gonna be it's so gonna be fun. Wild. We're competing with like actual like live music events and like performers and whatnot, yeah. and it's just a bunch of like. <laughs> Sorry, we no. should get back to the podcast. Yeah, Sorry about that. We were going. I was no, like, are we going to sway it back? I don't yeah, know. No, not not to be rude, man. No, I, no, do no, wanna, no. I do want to geek out with you on this after. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What's your. What's the best or worst conversation you've had on a dating app? Worst conversation I ever had. I was going to say it, but like, I, I can't just like outright. But um, it was. It, I wanted to. I overthink this shit a lot, but I was going to say. It was with a Jewish woman, but it, I felt like just outright out the gate saying it like that would have come off a little anti-Semitic. But um, it was with this Jewish girl I met on uh, Bumble, and um, we started talking. It was it was like uh, I'd say five lines of like text before she asked me if I like coffee or not. And I told her, Nah, I actually kind of fucking hate coffee because I'm lactose intolerant, you know, and I. It gives me the jitters, you know. Um, I, I don't like the the feeling I get when I ingest coffee. It's just not pleasant, you know, for the for the taste and for everything about it. It's just not my kind of thing. I was going to talk to her like if you work at a coffee shop or what the fuck ever, and they sell tea. I thought I'd always be down to just like sit there, drink tea. You enjoy all your different flavors of coffee. I didn't get that part out. I just said I fucking hate coffee, and she blocked me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, dating apps so are so funny. fucking shallow. I, I I I love it though. It's like um. I mean, that is. Did you actually <laughs> say I fucking hate coffee? Yeah. Okay, I want you to just picture the zero woman, and she, she you send a guy, a cute guy. Do you like coffee? And the immediate response back is, I fucking hate coffee. No. Why? Man. In what way are you saying continue a conversation? Man. It just happened so fast. I didn't even get the opportunity to, like, get the second half out because I can't drink it. You know? Um, oh, I you're going to do... Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. You know, yeah. it didn't help. It didn't help the case. But, um... Yeah, don't do that. She didn't... Do she it didn't all like, one. <laughs> she didn't like the idea altogether anyway because I guess it was one of her deal breakers. But, like, coffee? You know? Like, coffee? That's... That's that's a little dumb. You know? It'd be uh, like... Oh, I don't think, though, that it was the coffee. It could have yeah. been you saying, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely probably was my tone. That that does have a lot to, like, do with whether or not... It, I think it came off a little bit aggressive. But, like... A little bit? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, nah, man, my, my, my Bumble bio was pretty, like... What's the word? Distinct on, how, on, on like, my personality. So you can't, like, really... There's, there's never any like, oh, I didn't know what you were going to be like. You read it. You saw me say I have mommy issues and I like to curse. You know, like, fuck. That's true. I think that it's still just... That, I'm surprised that the outcome wasn't worse. <laughs> no, nah, man, everything else has been kind of positive for the most part. Um, they, it, it, just, it just doesn't really, like, get too terrible, you know? Um... I, there was this one that probably could have gone like horrible but like I'm, I'm glad it didn't but um I matched with this conservative woman and I noticed her in her bio she had just had like all the the exact opposite of like everything that I had in it and I was like whoa 
I saw like something about like a cop supporter thing in her bio. She's like, by the way, I love and support cops, and uh, you know, like me, I'm um, I antagonize people for fun. You know, I'm like the exact opposite of a cop. Protect and serve. I um, harass and disturb. Harass and disturb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's end this yeah, here. No, we can't continue off of that. I can't. We say can't. That. We can't go any deeper I down that rabbit hole. That's gonna get really bad. Hey man, I can't say I'm worse than cop because like cops do terrible cop shit. You know. Um. <laughs> how soon until you're comfortable being asked out or asking someone out on a dating app? Like, how many messages do you usually exchange before you? It can, it can happen in the first if they're down. If I if I can like feel the the right kind of energy from a person there's no like Wait, time sorry, frame did you did you fuck that conservative woman fuck no sorry sorry go back to what you were saying i just i needed to know the answer <laughs> um what is your favorite thing about the dating process my favorite thing about the dating process Not much, honestly. Every every person is like it's like a new slate, you know. It's like um, it's a lot of hard work. But my favorite part, I guess, is the uh, the romance of it all. The like um, being able to find uh, and and learn things about the people that you're becoming interested in is always my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, bonding over certain things. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. Even trauma bonding is kind of fun to me. Mm-hmm. It's just any 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 excuse to like uh, connect is like welcome but like as long as I'm learning something and I know that this person like just wants to keep telling me things and stuff um, that's uh that's it <laughs> what's your least favorite thing about the dating process least favorite thing um <sighs> people who hesitate people who like to people who like to half step uh life is short you know we could have walked into Trace's apartment, and he could have decided to shut, like you know, shoot us all. Uh, and you're telling me he did, yeah, he, he did. He handed me a little <laughs> prop grenade and pulled the pen. He was like, "Here, you have our lives in your hand." And you know me, I I got I got rejected on a on a dating app like three months ago. I I could have been could have been it, you know, <laughs> could have been it for all of us. But um, <clears throat> I hate people who half step. You know, people who don't like return my energy. I'm a real passionate fellow when I like when I'm into somebody. And for that to be like off-putting to somebody is always like visceral to me. It always like it always puts me in a bad mood or a bad space for me to be like like ready to not not even all in. Just be like, yeah, let's go out, let's do this, let's do that. I want to talk to you, I want to hear from you, this that. Now, like, whoa, slow the fuck down. I don't even know you that well. And then it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is the point then? I thought that was the point. I thought we were supposed to be getting to know each other well, and that's like the point of like meeting and like doing all this other shit. But some people like to pace things. I'm not a, I'm not a pace for them. It's about, for some of them, just like game. That's what it is. And just not building, willing to play it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not playing the same game as everybody. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of time and energy, and I don't want to do it. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, honestly. And like, to me, you know, just because I don't have a fucking job, my time is my money. <laughs> You're not going to sit here and have me waste my time for long without like, not even giving me back something, but at least, like, making it, like, worth the effort. Like, if I'm sitting here trying my best and, like, um, putting in my energy to make sure that you're comfortable having a conversation and all you're giving me is, like, a dry-ass, like, um, 
like in person as well, like just like some some dry ass energy because you're not trying to rush things. I'm gonna move on, yeah. and you're gonna call me a whore because I moved on like immediately, and you're like, oh, I didn't even get to get comfortable with you, and it's like, ah, uh, fuck you. What's your must have checklist for a partner? What's my repeat that again? What's your must have checklist for a partner? <clears throat> It'll shock you. No, 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 the fuck, it's not. I don't got any standards. <laughs> um, I'll date who the fuck ever as long as they're cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. The, What's the like, funniest or weirdest way you've slept with someone or gotten them to go out with you? Honestly, <laughs> funniest way. I'm thinking about it because a lot of it really isn't funny. It's like a lot of fucking hard work, you know, for me, like sex and like shit like that. It's hard work to like initiate it, keep the energy like going to like to the actor there, like keep them interested and like um, actually make sure that the sex is enjoyable for them. It's like a lot of like um, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time to put in. Um, a lot of effort in the mating dance. Yeah, it is. It's it's fucking insane, honestly. And like, I don't I don't think I've ever had an experience where I've ever like embarrassed myself, or not even like you know, or done anything silly, or like have been silly enough to do something like that. Every time, it's always like serious and like straight to the point. You got to be like cool and smooth about it, or like nothing is gonna happen in my head. Uh, for the most part, that is how the shit goes. Um, but I'm thinking the silliest. Uh, all right. Just to just to just to just to give an answer, I'd say the time this one girl like literally was just like, "Hey, you want to nut me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like <laughs> literally. That was it. You were just hanging. That, out. That, that was it. Um, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, was it good? It was amazing. She had these like um, she had these like vitamin C pills. They like the ones that like um can induce an abortion you know she should carry them around uh, with her when we were hanging out you know and she was like she was just like yeah fuck the shit out of me not me and i'll take one of these and you know no no babies to worry about i i did it like at least three times i don't think that's really i think she was lying to you no 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 i i read the shit they're like that that like in high in high doses that shit is like fucking I still, bro. I, 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 I'm trying to remember the name. I'm trying to remember the name of the shit, but it was like... I think she was just trying to... No, 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 no. I, I definitely know that she's not pregnant because... Uh, I mean, yeah, the way, the way that, that, that you got her pregnant. I mean, people, like, um, there's couples that try for decades. And yeah. Maybe, like... But, um, <laughs> maybe they weren't that, but I'm, I'm, the, um, I'm, I'm fucking drawing a blank on it specifically, like, the kind of the kind of shit it was, but it was, it was something known to, like, literally, like... Um, it fucked with her heart rate too. Actually, like after she took him, she was like having like heart palpitations and shit. Nah, no. No, I, I was checking the timer. I got you, dog. What's um, your body count? Me four. Only four. I'm never. I'm never. Um. I've never had or like an interest in like putting up like outrageous amounts of numbers. But I do like the people I'm intimate with. Those four people like three at the most because like the first one didn't really count she's probably never going to speak to me again what the fuck four people yeah 
It's crazy, right? Not everyone's I, a whore like you, Trace. Well, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think everybody was a whore like me, but I just, you know. You know yeah, right? The way I'm talking, it seems like there were yeah. more people were on the, like, on the on the lineup, but they just didn't make it to the roster. You know? Exactly. Yeah. They're just like, I mean, you choose who your penis goes to. The second by. one, you know, the, the second one, we still, like, maintain a relationship. Third one isn't fucking talking to me ever again either. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one, we're cool, you know. Uh, she cool. She's the coolest. I, I, I swear to God, I hope none of them hear this shit. They might. They. What was your most I'm awkward not, sexual encounter? My most awkward sexual encounter. Um. We had to stop fucking because we both hurt each other. You had to what? We both had to stop fucking because we hurt each other. Emotionally? Oh. Like, no, physically. Like, like it was just, it was it was big enough to like cause like tearing around the opening of her vagina. Damn, dude! And, what and, you got and, a coke can? Fucking <laughs> like, rocking a Pringles can? Goddamn! <laughs> and like it was um, there was it was it was a lot more friction than I you know expected, and it, and it hurt me a little bit. I I got sore after a while. You know we were we were going at it you know and it like um. We didn't take the time and effort to properly like lubricate after the like fifth or sixth time. We were just oh, like, all right, vacation. Well, maybe it's because we were just, doing it five or six times in a row. I also like how you like turn into Josh and like be like, you know, like, like he, he was there. Like, <laughs> he no idea what you're talking about. He's like, and, like uh, finish uh, this uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> what are you into sexually? What am I into sexually? Honestly. Big fucking shocker again. I'm I'm mostly a vanilla guy. I haven't been able to like explore that shit mostly, but I'm uh I'm just a real like uh, passionate motherfucker. I'm sure there's a lot of things that I haven't been able to explore yet that I'd be like really, really fucking like into. Um, but for the most part, like literally like fucking somebody and having them enjoy it is like the best part of sex. Like making making sure that my partner is like good. I like I don't even have to like worry about myself getting anything out of it as long as they're like too fucking happy after the sex to even like worry about anything else. Like um it's literally just like that. <laughs> how do you reject people and how do you handle rejection? I reject people by um simply not continuing the conversation in most parts. It's it's just it's just a part of the dating culture. That's how things go. If you don't want to talk to somebody, then like the easiest way to break it off is to say, "I don't like this," you know. But sometimes some people are like, some people just give me the ick before I even get to that point, yeah. so it's literally just like gone. You know, I don't, I don't believe in like. Um, I feel like ghosting before a first date is fine, but after you've gone on a first yeah, date, yeah, and and it's it's sense. it's ne- never anything like that because if I'm meeting somebody and talking to them, I'm obviously yeah. interested in continuing. Um, and how do you I know. Rejection. I listened to this playlist I made called uh, "Songs to Die To." <laughs> songs to die to. <laughs> <laughs> what songs are on that? Um, regrettably, too much little peep. <laughs> Can you just throw on the chicken dance? Honestly, um, one one song that I do have in there mixed in there, uh, just to just to just for to give the people listening a little hope, you know, that I'm not gonna do it. Um, one song I have on there is a "Pocket Full of Sunshine" by Natasha Bedingfield. Yeah. Just to you know, just to snap me out. Every time I'm like getting too deep in, it's been like five little peep songs in a row. 
pocket full of sunshine comes on and I'm like, all right, it's not time. <laughs> What's the best advice you could give people for how to be good in bed? Uh, pay attention to your partner. Talk as much as possible, like literally, even while you're fucking. It, uh, it helps. It helps you, like, uh, it's just like it's, it's intimate to, to be able to, like, learn from somebody. I, I find that that's, like, my, my favorite thing to, to learn specifically about what gets them off is always, like, the my, my favorite part of, like, even doing anything. Um, paying attention to their, like, reactions, um, to what they are and aren't saying. You know, like, some people are, like, nervous or shy, so you really have to take a little bit of a effort into making sure that if they're not going to make moves that you do and that, like, the moves that you're making are, like, um, <clears throat> gonna, gonna send them, like, you know, fucking... Uh, just, I, I'm trying to think of a, a good uh, phrase. Knock their socks off is all right, but like you know, it's it's corny. Uh, but yeah, make sure everything you're doing is gonna knock their socks off. You know, it's just uh, it's just the right, it's just um, it's the right idea. <laughs> exactly right. I'm I'm vulgar. Like <laughs> yeah, that's way too just like way too lost people. For you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Very off brand. <laughs> What's the best advice you could give single people looking to find someone? Stop looking. You okay. always find the person you're looking for when, like, somebody will find you, you know, uh, and maybe you'll find somebody. But, like, the idea is that, like, you find them. Not that, like, um, you're actively, like, searching or doing something, but, like, to, to stumble upon somebody who you genuinely, like, form a connection with. Especially, like, out of your comfort zone. Especially, like, um, uh, always expect that if you meet a person in, like, the city that you were born in, that the relationship is probably not gonna like persist for at least a good while once like uh, if if you plan on like not being there for a long time because things change you're never gonna meet the like the person you're gonna be with for the rest of your life and you're like tiny ass hometown or like your soulmate or anybody like that and you're sure as hell not gonna meet them on fucking bumble like hopelessly swiping every night see yeah, or tender or anything like that you'll you'll find them when you are meant to I feel like, though, like, that's both right and wrong, because mm-hmm. I feel like if you stay in your hometown, the chances of finding somebody like you Fair, that does help so drastically, like, man. Like, that's some of those people weren't ever really like, though, that, like, that, um, that partner, you know, like, you could always find somebody in your hometown who's probably just like, you know, that's what, that's what, you know, it's your demographic. <laughs> You're 20-something, and you meet another 20-something from the place you are, listen to the music you do, of course you'll hit it off, but, like... There's never really a good guarantee that that's, like, what you need or what you want or what you're even trying to find. What you're even, yeah, what you're really trying to find. You just found something, you know, but you didn't find what you're looking for. And if what you're looking for is, like, somebody to complete you, I say, um, look further than what you know. And always keep your head clear of the idea of looking for them. Yeah. What's, well, I feel that. what's the best advice you could give people on dating apps, like on building their profile or messaging? Be as or real as fucking possible. Anybody on a dating app, I, I hate. I, I hate the, like the the pre-made like responses. Yeah. I saw this fucking image, and it's like, oh, this many people have like this um, <laughs> fucking something in their bio about pineapple pizza or like this many people like from this area have like all the same sort of looking photo of like uh themselves on like beaches uh be original be goofy be yourself um and lead with what you want 
if you just want to fuck people, say that, you know, and don't be put off by somebody, like, leading with that, because that's just, like, that's just how the world goes, move the fuck on if you don't want it, you know, um, move the fuck on if somebody's, like, leading with trying to date you if you don't want to date, but at least be, like, as clear as possible is what you want, never step into it being, like, oh, I really don't know, I just want, you know, like, everybody knows what they want to an extent and if you the sooner you say it to whoever you're talking to or the sooner the person who's like interested in talking to you knows the better things are going to go for both of you you're not going to be putting anybody through anything unnecessary just by like expressing yourself you know you know even then it's like um beyond a certain point it's like how the people who read the shit that you're putting out feel about it yeah all right and that's all the questions we have do you have anything you would like to plug um, nothing but uh, my, you know, of course, the standard plug for the show we have on the third at uh, Bumblefest. What is it? Uh, what does it start at? Um, eight or nine? It starts at eight. It starts yeah. at eight, 8 p.m. at uh, Bumblefest. Uh, be on the lookout for just uh, what was my my Instagram name? Follow Adonis the King ninety eight for any updates on anything else I might be doing. Um. I don't know. I say stay tra- stay tapped in to Trace's podcast to see if we ever get any like uh, follow ups on this <laughs> on this interview. See if I'm ever back here with uh, any wackier stories once I get out and uh, date more. All right, and uh, follow me on TikTok at Aria Stand Up Comedy. Email the podcast at datingtalesandmatingfails at gmail dot com. If you have a dating profile, want us to take a look at it, want to be a guest, uh, just email us. And uh, you can find me, well, with uh, Rubens over here at Bumblefest once again. It's the one thing that we have going on in our lives, guys. It's just not that exciting. <laughs> uh, and as always, I just want to say, you guys mean the world to us. Like, seriously. Every day, every hour of every second, we devote to you and the betterment of your lives. And in doing so, we're able to flourish and grow together as a company of men, women, and children. Well, probably not children. Children shouldn't listen to this. So men and women and others. What I'm saying is we love you. Good night. That's it.